And now bringing you all the stories around Hurricane Ian. From the safety of their cushy studio 2,000 miles away, here's Gatos and Chad. Yeah, we've got a story for you uh, in about 15 minutes about a woman who had to zip tie her husband to a hospital bed. Yeah. This is incredible. We're going to bring it to you in 15 minutes because... I think earlier today, Becky Lynn, on one of your newscasts, there was a, a man who woke up uh, in Florida, obviously, a hurricane had hit, and there's water everywhere in his bedroom, and the guy had to find a way to the roof. Yeah, he, so was, he said he was floating just below his ceiling when he woke up. So we're getting... I got to think, uh, you must have been really tired, because I... the minute the water hit me, I would have been like, what the heck's going on? Yeah. 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 No, that's true. And he was naked. Well, that, that is was, well. That's that Florida. That's too. the that's other Florida. Thing. <laughs> so that, I mean, you start adding this all up. You're like, I don't know if this guy was doing okay uh, before. <laughs> well, again, it said night. Some people like to sleep without clothes on. Not me. Not I need, me. I need. I need some clothes. I need some clothes on. I, you know. Well, especially if you think, you know, there is a possibility I might have to run outside or... or right? Or, you know, yeah, or do... I'm in the middle of a hurricane. I might want to wear some drawers right. to bed. No, you no, know no, what I mean? Remember it's one of those with your mom, you make sure you wear clean underwear. Because you never know. You never know. Um, so, th- get this. Uh, I don't know. One of us, I don't remember which one of, of, of you it was, but somebody passed a gas station today. It said $5.19. Oh, Chad Benson, ding, ding, ding. That was the same gas station that jumped 30 cents uh, two days ago. Okay, hold on a minute. Or yesterday, actually, right? Was it yesterday? I'm not sure. I know that you've seen this one particular gas station. Yes. So, earlier this week, it was at 469 Later that day, it was at four ninety nine. Yes, and then today it is at five nineteen. Correct, and that's regular unleaded. Yes. Okay, wise man, give me some gas prices in Phoenix. Will you look that up, or do you have it off the top of your head? He, he how's he supposed to have that off the top of his head? Yeah. I got to tell you, that's insane. That's not feels see, a little uncomfortable. I'm like, ah, I feel uncomfortable. It's not uncomfortable. You're you're, you're ripping me off, is what it is. We don't have five dollar and nineteen cents gas gas here, wise man. Phoenix proper today four seventy nine. Four seventy nine. Yeah, that's you know again. I'm gonna have to start honking my horn at these places that are gonna totally rip us off. That's up like fifty cents from a week ago. Yeah, there's no doubt it's going up. Yes, gas prices are going up. We talked to an expert yesterday. Our good buddy. Yeah. Uh, Hoffman from over at uh, ASU. So he said, what did he basic, what did you take out of that conversation about why our gas prices uh, are going up? Uh, Well, California is, we both agreed, California's problem. We don't have any refineries. We haven't built refineries since the 70s. They have taken their refinery offline for unscheduled maintenance. And because of that, we're paying here. We're paying here. And you got to think about this, and this is something I don't think people realize, is... Retail, so retail gas is going for two fifty. So you're buying the retail for two fifty a gallon. Then you got to charge for transportation because we we don't have pipelines. Right. So that costs X amount of dollars to get it to you know where they deliver it because it's weird that we need gas to get gas to the place we have to take it. And then from there is when they make their money. Well, right now it's off. It's offline. So they're and they're getting ready to switch over to the winter blend. Uh so which we all get stuck with. Yeah. So it's it's I mean, a lot of it is just the fact that we don't have the infrastructure to continue to pump out the stuff that we need and we're never gonna build it. Because you couldn't get it past nobody wants it in their backyards, one of the things he said. Right. And oil rigs. We don't have the oil rigs we had no. years and years ago. So 
So in Phoenix, we are approaching the $5 mark yeah. for gasoline. Okay, so that's not good news. Uh, interest rates went up today 6 7% now. What are you seeing? Yeah, I, I saw si- you saw 7? Yeah. Says- okay. Obviously tougher to buy a house right now. Obviously Mortgage t- rates cars. near 78. For the sixth week, it's, it's risen. 30-year, 6.7% across the board on average. All right. We saw, we watched uh, the Dow drop 450 points again. Yeah. By the uh, way, last year at this time, interest rates, uh, 3.01%. 3.01. Yeah. It could go back to that. I don't know when, but it could. It's possible. Um, and interest rates will drop. Uh, it just probably won't be this year, and who knows about next year. But the Dow was down 450 today. Yeah, that's not and it's Every day it's down a few hundred points now. It's gotten to the point where you look at it and you're like, I just hope it's not too bad in negative territory. And we're coming up on that time of the year, October, when there seems to be one of those weird days when all of a sudden on a Monday, Don't say it. it goes from you know 29,150 to twenty. Now they've got stuff in place now where they sure. kill it, sure. you know. And don't, but still, it feels like everybody's being set up for that jittery time. Yeah. Well, the jittery time is probably twenty twenty three. Yeah. Experts say we will get a recession uh, at the beginning of the year. How long? And, not if it went right. And the other thing is, we're still spending money, even though the government is trying to get us not to spend money. We're still They're going out and spending money. That. I don't know how they're supposed to do it. I don't know how much they're supposed to. Uh, what else are you supposed to do? You raise the interest rates, you make it harder to buy things, and people are like, "Okay, I'm still going to buy stuff." It's like they've got to they've got to kill the economy. It's 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 to like bring it to parity. Bring it back. You've got to essentially. It sounds this sounds silly, but you've got to kind of choke it out till they're passed out and not let them die. Just wake it back up again. Yeah. And the problem is they've had too many issues. It's like a cancer patient. Yes. I hate to say it, but that's, you know, yeah. we will bring you to the verge of death, but then we're going to bring you back. Yeah. We're going to give you all this chemo. We're going to, you know, crush your immune system. It's going to be horrible, but then we're going to bring you back. That's kind of what it sounds like they're doing with our economy. And they're trying hard. And, uh, well, not as hard. I think the next time, if we still steady it like this and the people are still spending money, I'd like to see them bump it up, you know, maybe a point and a half. Get that shock in there. But I understand that he wants to go as slow as possible because we're heading into the fourth quarter. And this is when people may, hey, Hmm. no, the, you know, Fed Powell. Oh, the Fed, uh, okay. You know, Powell, the Fed chairman. Well, uh, those numbers we brought to you, not very good. Brought to you. Brought to you by not very good. Sad News. Yeah. Keep it, around here. Coming up next, we'll talk about more sad things no. in the Sad Show. Interest rates, the Dow, uh, gas prices, uh, grocery you guys, store. Very glad tough. you guys listened. Hey, it's what everybody's talking about. We're all going through it together. It's not fun. Here's the thing. If you're, if you're looking at this right now, though, it's still... Historically low rates. The Dow is still at a place that, you know, when COVID hit, we, I mean, we collapsed. We went down it, to 18. And it bounced back. And it's going to. If you're not retiring tomorrow, don't look. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to be. Yeah, it sucks right now, but it's going to come back. Yeah. That's what we do. That's right. who we are. That's what we're about. Coming up next, one woman in Florida had to zip tie her husband to his bed during the hurricane. Why? This you got to hear this story. It's yeah. coming up next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, ninety two three FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chat Show. Listen to this story. There is a woman named Renee Smith, and 
she had to care for her husband during the hurricane. You want to talk about terrifying. Listen to what Renee had to go through. Where did you ride the storm out? I hid under the kitchen table. Under the table? I made kind of a fort with pillows and blankets, and I hid under the table. But before I hid, I had to protect my husband. What does she mean by I have to protect my husband? And let's explain. Your husband, Christopher, he's paralyzed from the chest down. Yeah, he has um, metastatic prostate cancer that has metastasized to his spine. And, that, and this and that, week he became paralyzed and he was at the hospital, but they released him to come home. So, so how did you protect him and what was that like? It was terrifying. I took some blankets and I put holes in them with the scissors and I zip tied them to the hospital bed and then I took a big tarpaulin that had grommets and I zip tied that over it. And Oh my gosh. Her husband can't move a muscle. How old is she? Um, I would, would say, say 65, maybe. You didn't ask a question. You had nobody that you could call? Knowing, I mean, let's be, it was coming for a few days. It's not like a uh, earthquake, right? Where you go to bed and, you know, we always joke when I was, you know, oh, it's earthquake weather because it would get kind of weird. But you kind of knew it was coming. And that's the thing, you know, so many of these people, we talk about people who stay back, who are the, the, you know, the parties and stuff. But some people, you don't check on your neighbors or you don't have they anyone. don't. People don't sometimes. God. I can totally see where she would be by herself. Which is sad. Well, I, I sad. almost think that she thought her husband would stay in the hospital. And that's where they dried the hurricane out. But they let him go. They let it. They released. And he just him. became paralyzed. How did you protect him, and what was that like? It was terrifying. I took some blankets and I put holes in them with the scissors, and I zip tied them to the hospital bed, and then I took a big tarpaulin that had grommets, and I zip tied that over it, and then I put pillows in plastic bags, and I duct taped them to the top of the the uh, sideboard, and then I put pillows between the sideboard and the window because I didn't want him to to get cut up to death if the window blew in. And then I put a life jacket on him so that if, if the water came, he wouldn't drown. My God. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh. Oh, my gosh. He would float. Uh, quite an ordeal for you to go through that. I mean, but I don't want him to die. No, no, of course. And and he's 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 okay, right? He's alive. He's he's traumatized, but he's alive. He was supposed to have radiation on his spine on Wednesday, and that might have helped him to maybe walk again. But here's the moral of the story: If you think you have a bad day, yeah, perspective. Then you then you hear this, and you're like, wow, that definitely puts it into perspective. But you, you know what else puts it in perspective? Hmm. I would have walked next door. I mean, I'm weird. Again, different generation, I guess. I would have walked next door. So we, there's no way we can let her and her husband in here. You know, I by agree. Themselves. I mean, where was any... There, there's no decent people where you live that knows what you're going through? Maybe they don't, man. I or don't know. they let her, them out, and they had nowhere to... You know, the other thing, some of the people that end up staying, they were talking to... come. They don't have the money to leave. They don't have cars. Well, we've heard that you know, for sure. And, and, you know, so it's... it's but. You, you go check on, just like when the heat comes or horrific winters, you check on the neighbor next door, especially if you live in a, in a, in a bigger city and you're not, you know, 12 miles away from somebody. Check on them. The first house I ever bought, um, there was a neighbor two doors down. And it was the middle of the summer. And one of the other neighbors had said, yeah, that, they, their AC, you know, went out. And we were in the middle of a heat wave. And I'm like, what do you mean their AC went out? And they, they got no air. And it was, it was 116 every day for a week. And I'm like, well, what are they doing? They're sitting in the house. 
Oh. Go, what do you mean they're sitting in the house? And so back then, I was younger. I didn't really know many of the neighbors and didn't go out of my... But I went I knocked on the door. And I said, hey, I'm two doors down. You could just... Like, it was hotter inside than it was outside. And I'm like, you guys can't stay here. And they were old, by the way. Oh. They were old. I don't know if they had any help or anything. But they were old. And I said... I think I went there in the morning because I had heard about it. And I said, you got to go and sit in my house for the rest of the day. I'm going to work. No, we can't. do. I go, no, I'm not. No, I'm not thinking no for an answer. I don't know these people, but they're old. They're not going to rip the joint off, right? Yeah. And you kind of know where off. they live. They're so. right next. So I, I, I had to drag them out of the house and just say, listen, just go sit. Go sit on the couch and watch television. Uh, and so that's what they did. And, and I just don't, like, Chad, back to your point, it's just not that hard. No. It's not that hard to do that. When uh, uh, a family friend lived next door, it wasn't even a family friend, they moved in, and uh, Billy was her name, it was a sweet lady, she had MS, she had really bad, she was in a wheelchair, I mean, she couldn't move or do anything and stuff, and, you know, her husband would be gone working, and the kids were always out, there was an earthquake, if there was something, I'd run next door, I'd go right into the house, and check on Billy, you know, it got to the point where they would call us and say, hey, Chad, can you go over and, you know, change the channel, Billy wants to... You know, but we would check even if we didn't, you know, it was you you should. We just don't know our neighbors. We talked about that third, you know, where's the third place? We don't even know our neighbors. We don't need a third place. No, you know, we talk about the story. I just I can't believe you invited somebody into your house. I know. I'm sitting here going, that's amazing. I got to tell you, it helped that they were old. I'm just going to (laughs) say it helped that they were a bunch of geezers. Okay, it's making him uncomfortable. He's looking back. He's like, oh, my God. What you know, but the fact that you did that was. What we should do. It's what we should do. Yeah. But it's funny, though, because, you know, that was a while ago. You know, my wife and I have been married almost 10 years now. We're in our house almost 10 years. And, like, in the first three weeks, I get a phone call from her. She's like, hey, we're going to meet up with the neighbors. And I go, why are we doing that? Honestly. What? I, why? I, I don't want to really do that. Now they're some of our best friends. That's yeah, no, and well, I didn't know any better. I mean, who am I? I just got married. I'd never been married before. And she's like, we need to know our neighbors. And I'm like, I don't think we do. And she's like, yes, we need to. And I'm telling you what, I think the moral of this whole story, you got to check on people. And sometimes you know them and sometimes you don't. But if they're down the street and you and there's something going on, you got to go and do it. Yeah. Uh, doesn't take a lot to just, no. hey, you guys okay? Do you need anything? Right. A right. wave to somebody, you know, it, it just shows them, you right. know, that, hey, you know what? You're, you're not alone. Oof. I just can't believe what that lady went through in her own house. You let somebody in your house. <laughs> All right. Coming up next. Pop quiz. Pop quiz. All right. Let's open the phones. Uh, we've got uh, pop quiz, true, false questions about the day's news. If you get five in a row, you won't be dead to me and you will walk away with a great prize as Chad has sweet sun's gear. Sun's swag. All right. Here's your number. 602-277-KTAR. 602-277-5827. We'll have some fun on the way out. Pop quiz next. The Gatos and Chad Show. Pop quiz, hot shot. All right, here we go. Pop quiz, true, false questions about the day's news. Get five in a row, you win Chad's prize. If you don't get five in a row, you're dead to me. Dead! Here we go. Pop quiz. Uh, let's see. Chad, who do you want to start with? Let's start with Mark in Goodyear. Mark, you're live on the radio. Let's do it. Mark, you ready to play pop quiz? Sure thing. All right, here we go. Gubernatorial candidate Katie Hobbs. 
says she likes what she's seen from President Biden when it comes to the border. True or false? False. You're dead to me. Uh, he didn't even believe it. I know, right? There's no way that somebody <laughs> could say that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gary and Maricopa, you're next. All right, Gary, you ready to play pop quiz? I am. All right, here we go. I like it. Lively calls. I like this. Um, Hurricane Ian was downgraded to a tropical storm and then upgraded back to a hurricane. True or false? True. It is true. A uh, Florida woman said she had to zip tie her husband to the kitchen table so he would not float away. True or false? True. You're dead to me. It was a hospital bed. Come on, man. Listen. Frank and Tempe. Frank. Frank and Tempe. Ready to play uh, pop quiz? I'm ready. Okay. Um, A reporter in Florida put a condom over her microphone to keep it from getting wet. True or false? True. It is true. So, anyway, we'll move on quickly. Uh, Last week, uh, Phoenix police seized, seized over 1 million fentanyl pills. True or false? True. It is true. The Dow is down 550 points today. True or false? False. It is false. It was 450. Well played. Is that three it was in a row? well played because you really went at that. It's 550, <laughs> but like you went at it. Is that three in a row, Chad? That is three in a row. Okay. Um, oh, Vice President uh, Kamala Harris <laughs> said the United States has an alliance with North Korea. True or false? False. You're dead to me. Yeah. I know. Isn't that hard to believe? When you hear anything that we do when it comes to Kamala Harris and it seems absurd, just always go true. Yeah. She actually said North Korea. She was thinking South Korea, but then, hello, Gaff. Hello there. All right, Paul, you're live on the radio. Paul, you ready to play pop quiz? Live and in color. Yes, I am. Go. Uh, I don't like to be bossed around, Paul. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. I tease, I tease Paul. I, you're you're I you're alive to me. Here we go. Uh, uh, the uh, for, now. Uh, for now, you, you know can, I'm going to miss the first question on purpose. Now you can overdose from fentanyl just by touching it. True or false? False. It is false. Fentanyl is 50 times as potent as heroin. True or false? True. It is true. It's 100 times as powerful as morphine. True or false? True. It is true. He's got three in a row. Uh, Joe Biden was looking for a dead congresswoman at his recent press conference. True or false? <laughs> oh, that's a, I think it's true. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Again, just any time that seems something absurd, just go absolutely. <laughs> All right, so he's got four in a row. Four in a row. Oh, man. Let's see. Let's see. Pressure. All right. Uh, they found a dinosaur fossil in Arizona for the win. True or false? True. It is true. Congratulations, Paul. You have won the amazing, incredible thing that sits above Pablo's desk. Hold on a second. You're a winner, winner. Good job, Paul. We got time for one one more. Yeah. Let's do uh, Abdi in Phoenix. All right. You ready to play pop quiz? Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. All right. Some Arizonans are paying eight bucks for a loaf of bread. True or false? False. You're dead to me. Uh-huh. Did not go well. No, I mean, you know, I think it's interesting that uh, you passed a gas station 
It's continuing to move up. Five nineteen. Five dollars and nineteen cents for unleaded. And let me tell you, I will be going by there tonight. Isn't that right, Becky Lynn? I'm getting in my car. I'm gonna go by, I'm gonna honk you. Oh, you're gonna you're honk. Ripping us off. That'll help. You're ripping us off. I'm gonna honk you all day. I'm gonna honk like you wouldn't believe. Hey, let me call you right back. I love you. Who are you talking to? It's Jack. You're answering the phone while you're on the air? Don't awe him. Don't awe him. That's not sweet. We got 20 seconds left in the show. I think he does this on purpose. Like, oh, cool. I don't know if I want to talk to Dad for that long. I'll call him. And, oh, Dad. And then I'll call him back in two minutes. He's like, and he doesn't answer. Let us know how the honking goes, Gator. Yeah. How do you think it's going to go? Has it ever worked, Becky? Not that I know of. Are you still surprised you let somebody in his house? A little bit. Do you want? Do you want to call someone while we're on the air now, or you, no? No. Okay. Go call your son.